The Lux Quadrant, Episode 3, Muons, Protons, and Photons, Oh My. Welcome, Luminous listeners. I am your host and star guide, Aletheia M. I travel through time and space to illuminate shadows. I live in the place of the cosmos. This is a world of creatures, mystics, shamans, scientists, and philosophers. We are in the metaphysical land of the Anima Mondi and the Modus Operandi. Buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. The House of Helium Octo is thrilled to return as our guest pilot for today. He has decided that it may be best for us to continue traveling in our vehicle from last week, the Astroplane. He says that weather conditions are looking highly unfavorable for the next few hours. He has noticed the direction of the wind, the clustering of the sky, the curving of the leaves and the low-level flight altitudes of the passing birds. And his best estimate is that this storm is likely to make landfall within the next 20 minutes. Octo informs us that we will have to alter our vehicle a bit, because important information is swirling into the storm's eye. We'll need to travel with minimum load. We still have the necessary tools for the experiment we will be conducting. The experiment of shape-shifting. Octo will be guiding us through this art during a later portion of our tour. His suggestion is to transform our plane into a body. An astral body, that is. An astral body, the localized vehicle of human emotions. Once we're buckled and snuggled into our astral body, we will need to use a new tool that fine-tunes our rainbow arrow of illumination. This tool is called a spectroscope. We will use this optical device to gather raw material for our experiment. This tool separates the second light of Helios into its individual parts. These parts are called rays, and these rays spin as wheels in circles, or as it is commonly called, Chakras. By utilizing our spectroscope, we are able to identify the seven focal points of Helios. Each point radiates a light. Each light is a flow of photons. Each photon is a packet of information. Each packet of information is energized by an electron. The energy of this photonic flow takes on many forms within the electromagnetic spectrum, of which visible light is a very small portion. But visible light is where we find the seven focal points of Helios, the seven colors that call the rainbow arrow of illumination, the seven rays of the divine feminine light. These seven points are also the codes to unlock the light of unity, the colors of unbroken light. The colors correspond to a matching point of our spinning Merkaba vehicle. 
We will learn more about this otherworldly form of transportation at a later date. But for now, Octo tells us that each point in this vehicle is an energy center filled with information. Information that encodes. Information that remembers. Information that spins memories into rhythms. Information that forms emotions, creates ideas, controls beliefs, directs behaviors, and builds physical bodies. Yes, points of light do indeed create matter. But remember, these points are not static. They are always moving, vibrating, and talking to each other. Not with voices, but with frequencies. Therefore, in order to hear the tones of frequency that they speak, they need to be caught. Catch a photon, carry its flow, carry its flow, connect its form. The form of a photon catches the tone, the tone of an electron swirls to the zone. The zone of the root, the root of the own. To catch one of these spinning chakras, we must use our spectroscope. Then we will be able to study a single point of the flow and obtain a better understanding of its nature. By studying the points, we can identify the tones of frequency which we will then be able to speak. We will release the gift of orientation and switch on the full illumination of the light of unity. The light of unity is layered as the seven focal points of light. The violet ray of the crown chakra, the indigo ray of the third eye chakra, the blue ray of the throat chakra, the green ray of the heart chakra, the yellow ray of the solar plexus chakra, the orange ray of the sacral chakra, and the red ray of the root chakra. Our focus before the storm arrives is on the orange ray of the sacral chakra, the ray of our emotions, the shade of dislocation, the hue that orients itself into a sensory magnet, the light of attraction, the light of oneness, the light of water, the light of unbrokenness, the light of unity, the beauty of light.
Oh, luminous listeners. It looks like our storm is minutes away. Octo tells us to trust him, to gather our spectroscope, and follow him into the house of helium. It has now been unlocked, and this light has been switched on. Helium is very, very important to modern Homo sapien society. It lies at the very essence of the medical and scientific industries. In fact, the entire industry of space exploration is built from this valuable element. But there's a shortage of this element. On Earth, that is. But in the cosmos? Widely abundant. Widely distributed. Widely dispersed. Helium yearns to rise. It yearns to escape. It longs to be home. To be one. To be one at home in the cosmos. Imagine, luminous listeners, this element no longer bounded to Earth, no longer chained to its form. MRI machines would no longer operate. Superconducting magnets would no longer move. Barcodes would no longer scan. Particle accelerators would no longer shoot. Satellite instruments would no longer guide. And worst of all, rocket engines could no longer be used. Hmm... Octo tells us this would create a wrinkle in the very fabric of modern human life. What would they do without their medical devices? What would they do without their GPS controls? What would they do without their rockets going into space? Finding this, finding that. Oh, but finding life? Oh no, never that. Never that, luminous listeners. To find life in outer space? Oh, that's just nonsense. Life only exists on Earth. Everyone knows that. Hmm. Luminous listeners. I think Octo has identified a mimic. If helium cannot be manufactured, recycled, or extracted, then a change must take place. There must be a new way to operate in the world. An old system, an old way of operating must give way to the new, to the enlightened, to the connected, to the whole. The global economy will have to shift to the conscious economy. The unity of every being on Earth and the universe. Living, breathing, laughing, playing, loving as one undivided, interconnected, omnicentric organ of light. The beating, pulsating power of Gaia's heart. The blood, bones, and light of life.
Luminous listeners, Octo has full control of the ship. No need to worry. No need to fret. No need to fear. All is safe. Everyone, pick up your spectroscopes. <laughs> Look at the orange light. It's a tumbler. It's erratic. It's a cloud former. Look, luminous listeners, Octo wants us to see the beauty. Feel this beauty. Luminous listeners, it's burning cosmic rays. <laughs> Look, there's a photon. Look, there's a photon. <laughs> now to move on. It's orbiting the proton! Oh, isn't this the cutest muon of the wind? The exotic lepton! The tiny ionizer! The mini electron! The air is charging! Octo is showing us how to shapeshift! <laughs> Pay attention, luminous listeners! Look at the gliding gamma rays! Look at their spin! Look at their trajectories! Look at these magnificent magnetic lines! It's the subatomic party! <laughs> Woohoo! Octo is showing us how to whiz, drift, glide, and play in the ring of fire! We are spinning in the water of air! This is the atmosphere! The orbit of mind! Only in the atmosphere can we learn how to shift our shape! To become one with the water, to vaporize from clouds, to speak as air, to dissolve from form, to form in space, to mirror our environment, to be the dynamic camouflage of mind, only in the atmosphere, only in the ray of humanity. We must release the orange ray of the second shadow and transmute into the yellow ray of the second light. Octo says... In this way, we find his friends, our neighbors, his partners in light. We find the sprites!
The Lux Quadrant is time-space. Space-time shifts its shape from space into time. Time is used to build thoughts. Thoughts are ideas. Thoughts build shapes. Sprites have their forms in the space-time. Sprites are the ancestors. Sprites have their homes in a different region of time. But they have a connection to the third quadrant of the Lux Quadrant space-time. They have a connection with the moon jellies in the deep ocean of Earth. They are connected to Aurelia Arita, Akdo's cousin of light. Aurelia is a lunar lady of exquisite grace and beauty. She biofluoresces with light. She speaks as color. She can teach humanity how to feel the color of unity. She reminds us that we're in the Lux Quadrant. The time-space plays with color. We see the yellow light slowing down traffic. We touch the yellow leaf leaping in the wind. We smell the yellow daisy blowing in the grass. We drink the yellow pulp oozing from the pineapple. We hear the silent wisp of the yellow butterfly's wings. Feel the colors, every color, move into the colors. Move the colors off from you, under you, beneath you, below you. Remember their patterns, remember their tones. The spectroscope shines, the spectroscope knows. It finds little lies, it finds little lines. It lines and connects, it finds the reactions. It breaks the chains, it dissects the light, the roots of reaction. The roots of ignorance. The roots of confusion, the roots of illusion, are left to sight. Our hollow earth, our galaxy built as color. These are all names for the place Octo was now taking us to. 
We are traveling to the inner earth. This is the land of advanced races. The core of Gaia. The illumined ones. The elders of humanity of the honeycombed circle. The honeycomb circle of the hollow earth. The core of Gaia is an underground network of illumined ones. Octo tells us that this land resembles the House of Hydrogen that Equus helped us open during last episode's tour. This land of the elders merges the first light of the Waterformer with the second light of Helios. Many eons ago, there was a great cataclysm that destroyed life on Earth. Atlanteans, Lemurians, the Ancient Ones ruled the space. Grace was outnumbered by greed. Greed was outnumbered by hate. The shadows outnumbered lights. So light was hidden. It found refuge inside the car. It found warmth inside a home. Octo tells us that this home is still living and breathing with light. And this is where we will find our hidden pilot who's ready to take on his permanent role as head pilot of our ship, whose voice was intelligence, whose mind was treasured, whose intelligence was power. Octo is his translator in the third quadrant of space-time. He mirrors the intelligence of our head pilot and bridges the connection between the third and the fourth quadrants of the Lux Quadrant. As we gain deeper understandings of the Lux Quadrant, we find that the more we understand, the less we have to know. Because understanding supersedes knowing. Knowing is certainty, but knowing lacks spontaneity. Spontaneity births creativity. Creativity births life. Understanding is trust. Trusting in something greater than the sight of two eyes. Trust is a magnetic field infused with life. Trust is a network of higher order. It informs the second light of unity. To trust is to surrender to life, to love, to truth, to the quintessence cloaked in the aura of you.
luminous listeners. Please tune your ears to the sounds of this poem. It's called Particle Zoo. We live in a circus of blind imitators who find all their purpose in lines from a circuit. There's no mention of the mission that will lead to an ascension. There's no mention of the system that deludes into indifference. Because to choose to be the difference is to see and be a witness and to view the hidden truth of the signs of modern living. They spew lies into our ears. They shrink thoughts into our kids. The television screen is a prison of the dream. It deflects. It projects. It strings particles of thoughts into advertising memes. It concatenates ideas. It collapses into skins. Covering wit. Covering how. Covering why. Covering now. Covering space to frame the links between control and what may be because what is maybe you must not because what is not maybe what is the past of tomorrow is present and now the future of there is found in the how where is time is it cage is it guarded by a gate of a collective of the subjective of the dismissive of the neglected who is time is she buried is he hiding in a cave are they lost inside a shadow that's been burned into a phrase the now is the atom the ethnic the electric the atomic the radio the radiant absorption of sound the proton of power the word, the wonder, the whittling, the crown, the motion of spirit, the logos of now. Act three. Cosmic consciousness. Seth speaks.
Luminous listeners, we are moving through the inner earth. Octo has shape-shifted into the limestone above us. He is quite the elegant trickster. Although we can't see him right now, he is still communicating with us. Remember, we're in the Lux Quadrant where everything moves at the speed of thought. Octo is using a gift that Homo sapiens will eventually learn how to use. They will operate as one collective awareness rooted in the nerve ganglia of their microbiome. In the gut. In the belly. As the immune system of intelligence. As the mind of Gaia. The gift of telepathy will be their primary means of communication. And their primary means of transportation. Well... We'll talk more about that on another episode. Octo is really playing with us now. One side of his body is flashing in bumblebee yellow, and the other side is flashing in tangelo orange. They are now flashing back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, like a flickering flare of luminescent fire. Watch his arms! Look at that wiggle! <laughs> They're circling in shades of ruby red! He's moving in a concentric twirl with emerald green. They're following the lines of the limestone. Feel those rhythms, listeners. Feel them. Isn't this just wonderful to view? To witness a creature in its natural element playing with the colors of light. Playing with the color of life. Dancing to the melodies of its own body. Emitting the essence of light. The beauty of color is in every heart at home. Isn't there fun, Luminous listeners? (sighs) Well, Octo says we're now moving into the maze. This maze is called the Enchanted Trail of Time. And this maze must be followed in order for us to enter the Gate of Orion. Our head pilot is stationed at this gate. To successfully navigate this maze, we need to use a new vehicle find a new set of tools, and learn how to become an engineer. That is, a galactic engineer. A builder of light. A builder who designs 
soft machines of matter that shape sound into space. The new vehicle is called the mental body. It is the localized vessel of the yellow ray of the divine feminine light. It is a high frequency subtle body of thought. It creates matter, it forms structures, it erects bridges. It connects the physical body, the etheric body, and the astral body to itself. To be a galactic engineer is to construct colors of consciousness, to color forms into life, to electrify matter, to animate matter, to intensify matter. that can speak to the stars sits in the space of two that transcends the form of two and connects to form the three. This is where magic lives. This is how the magic of the muon trails the pattern of the proton. This is how the proton merges the muon into itself. This is how the proton absorbs every light in our galaxy. This is how the proton becomes the black hole. The hole of life absorbing life into itself. The black hole that lives, breathes, sustains, creates, controls, affirms, ignites, invokes the light into stars, the galaxies into orbit, the black hole, the seed inside the sacred human, homo sanctus, the navel, the place of separation detached from the one to be united, to be connected once again in the arms of the mother, in the heart of us, in the soul of one, in the power of love. listeners, we have made our way to the gate of Orion. Our head pilot is waiting for us behind this door. Everyone, take a deep breath. Okay, here we go. It looks like our head pilot is munching on what is that it looks like a fruit mm, maybe a veggie no 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 it's a fruit and it looks like it's red mm, i think our head pilot is eating a strawberry and it looks like he's really enjoying the strawberry Figaria anansa our sweet red rose he has sent these thoughts to our vehicle. 
There's a grin on his face. It looks like he's laughing, but there's no sound coming from him. Yet here he is, still grinning. I think it's safe to say he's pleased to see us. The next words are spoken words, directed to us. This time in a voice so soft, so tender, so sweet, that it effectively melted two layers of red from the strawberry's form. Welcome home, humanity. His name is Seth. His home is both inside this gate and on another sphere in our galaxy. And he says both of these are our homes as well. The only reason why we do not see it as our home or feel it as our home is because of our minds and the thoughts that we hold on to and the beliefs that have set limits and constructed illusions. He tells us that the imagination is not fantasy that fantasy is fiction rooted in separation, that we live in a connected universe that is conscious, that consciousness is the essence of all that exists, and that consciousness uses the mind to play. He says that he has been called to take full control of our ship to ensure we deliver a safe landing into our final destination. He says we must remember at all times to embody the essence and to become the Galactic Engineer. Once we become the Galactic Engineer, we will soon discover that there are nine stones that have been scattered throughout the Lux Quadrant. These nine stones are hidden in different corners of time-space, and each of these stones sparkles with miraculous magic. These sparkling, magical stones are the keys to our universe. Once all nine of the stones are discovered, more stones will be unveiled. The enchanting trail of time will get narrower and narrower as we get closer to the edge. The maze is always in motion and shifts spontaneously into different patterns and fractals. Following its forms will require a new way of thinking. This path will lead to the next set of stones. In all, there are 64 stones, as there are 64 lights, 64 houses, and 64 gifts seated inside the Lux Quadrant. But as our members now know, there are codes and messages to be unlocked and communicated before the full emanation of any light can be switched on. More specifically, these nine stones require that the five senses of the Homo sapien ascend into the internal space of invisible things, of emotions, of thoughts, of feelings, of intentions. 
The inner space contains the nine inner senses of Homo Sanctus, the new human, the evolved human. The only way to activate the sparkling magic of the nine stones is to use the nine inner senses. The inner senses are assembled into three primary forms, empathic, conceptual, and time-based. The empathic senses are as follows, inner vibrational touch, cognition of knowledgeable essence, expansion or contraction of the tissue capsule. The conceptual senses are as follows, the conceptual sense, innate working knowledge of the basic vitality of the universe, disentanglement from camouflage, and the final set of senses, the time-based senses. They are as follows. Psychological time, perception of past, present, and future, diffusion by the energy personality, the diffusion of essence, and the nine stones, graphite, quartz, copper, starlight, beryl, selenite, galena, silver, and the ninth, the stone of iridescent magic, the stone locked inside of the pineal gland of the homo sapiens brain, magnetite. On the next episode of the Lux Quadrant, we meet Helia, Heliaetus Leucocephalus. She joins us as co-pilot of our ship. She and Seth will show us how to create a symbol from a gram of light. We visit the house of Lithium and switch on the light of innocence. I'm Alethea M, host and star guide of the Lux Quadrant. Always remember the mantra. Every shade of darkness is a hue of hidden light.